0: The Muzzleloaders.com podcast, your source for all things muzzleloading. All right, welcome to another episode of the Muzzleloaders podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, We are in Belt, Montana, and we're hanging out with the Shearer family. And today I am chatting with Marsha, and we're going to be talking about something that is very important. We're going to be talking about women that hunt, and specifically women in muzzleloading. Uh, and there's some broad strokes things there, but I did want to get your perspective because you have been hunting for a lot of years uh, on the television, on Shoot Straight TV, and right, also right. just with Chad and all that. So I wanted to get your perspective on women in hunting.
1: Women in hunting. Well, first of all, I'm so thankful to be here. This is a blessing. We're glad that you're here with us in Belt and get to be a part of this. But um, women in the outdoors is actually one of the fastest growing things in the outdoor industry, in the hunting industry. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different reasons. I've kind of done a little research and asked a lot of women all throughout our travels while we're in. There's a lot of different answers. Mm-hmm. So I really don't think there's one large question feel that's greater than the other but there's several different ones but one of the main questions i get asked is like i've never done it how do i get started Mm. which is a very good question um a lot of people just think it's just not a sport for women but it it truly is um the other thing is is kind of just the fear of it's just outside their box a little bit or not Mm. being educated on it um just maybe the fear of the firearms or not having the knowledge but um Chad would be the first to tell you if we have women in here and they're shooting, mm-hmm. they're actually pretty good shots, yeah. you know, and a lot of times they're better than the men. They, they're not, <laughs> y'all aren't going <laughs> to like hearing that, but, um, and they're much easier to teach too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, they're more calming and more, you know, set the mark and shooting and their shooting is more precise. So they are, women are very good sportsmen, uh, you know, in the outdoors, but a lot of it I tell ladies when they want to get started is just go try it. Mm-hmm. Just try it they they may, you may not like it there's a lot of women that have went and tried it and said you know it's not my thing but they support their husbands or sons or people in the outdoors in their family that do it and mm-hmm. that's great it's not not everything is cut out for everybody in mm-hmm. all aspects of life so but I tell ladies just to go try it um, yeah. a lot of the thing is just um, maybe some small game hunting mm-hmm. um, turkey hunting um, just even deer hunting or you know anything like that but just to tr- just to try it yeah. Um, we do Chad and I speak a lot for husbands like couples um, seminars and speaking or ladies and men both in the outdoors Mm -hmm. and I'll kind of tease with the guys but I'm really serious like if you've saved up and this is a hunt of a lifetime which Chad's used several of those hunts (laughs) of a lifetime or it's a tag that you've been waiting on or a special draw or you know it's hard for you to take time off of work and you're Mm -hmm. taking two vacay that's really not the time to to take somebody for the first time in the yeah. outdoors when you're, when you're pressured and stressed and want to enjoy that. So I say, go with them maybe in the preseason scouting mm-hmm. time, just see what it's like, see what everything's going to be like, you know, sitting in the woods when it's hot, when it's cold, all the different temperaments mm-hmm. and, and just to try it's scouting. The other thing is I tell the guys is to, they'll be like, well, did you see that? Did you see that? And the ladies that are going for the first time, they don't even have a pair of binoculars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're not seeing everything that, that the other hunter that has all the gear is seeing so i really recommend you know having some optics you know gearing yourself up um and just going out and, and enjoying it and then just go to the range and shoot you mm-hmm. know that's Absolutely. there's a lot of women that just have never done that before so if it's you know rifle archery muzzle loaders centerfire pistols all those different things just to try it and see mm-hmm. so those are just some tips for like just first beginners how do i kind of get started. Yeah. But there's so when when I first started, you know, I tease I was hunting for a husband and I hunt with my husband. <laughs> and it's a true statement. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know anything about outdoors or f- shooting the, the rifles and hunting and bo- nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of started learning. But for between 23 years ago till now, there's so much gear that that is out there specifically designed by women for women, yeah. um, all the way from packs to the guns to clothing to, you know, everything. So... They're you know, the old days it'd be like, here, honey, put this on, and mm-hmm. it was three sizes too big, and you know these boots are not gonna fit you, but stuff some toilet paper and socks in them, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not, they're not comfortable. Yeah. So some guys may do that because they don't want their wives to go with them. I don't know, mm-hmm. but they're not. <laughs> but there's so much gear for ladies in the outdoors mm-hmm. to be comfortable and to get out there and to, and to enjoy it. So, um, I love muzzle loaders to hunt with a muzzle loader. I love hunting bears with a mm-hmm. muzzle loader. I kind of tease. I don't think that I was really an adrenaline person, but I think maybe I am. It's that one shot (laughs) challenge with a bear coming at you, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's just phenomenal and getting to be out and see the great outdoors Mm. and enjoy it all together. Um, I have two boys, I'm blessed to have two boys, but Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they do. And, and not long ago in Oregon, I had a, a lady come up to me and say, I've never done this, but I have three boys. That's all the children we're going to, you know, that we're going to have. And I just want to, I think I want to do it with them. Like I want to have something I can do together with them. Mm -hmm. And so she just went out and started sitting in the tree stand She loved watching, you know, all the nature and being out there with them. She was there when her youngest son got his first deer Mm. and she just was, she has loved it. And Mm. every year she'll send me pictures now because she has started hunting and they do that together. Mm. And she'll be like, thank you so much for just helping me and teaching me and giving me some tips. And so now she got her first deer, she's got her first turkey and she's doing it together with her family and her three boys. Yeah. So there's, there's just a lot out there, but I say women just try it. And get out there, you know, and succeed. Have somebody who's going to mentor them, you know, if they're your husband hunts or another mm-hmm. female ladies hunts or something like that. Not be afraid to ask questions to kind of learn about it and just get familiar with it. It yeah. would be a good starting point.
0: One thing that I have fallen into, unfortunately, is I have a desire that I want my wife to hunt, but I tend to push too far. You know, yes. it's like we're gonna okay, you're your first time. Let's hike. 15 miles, and let's, you know, go straight uphill, and I think, what advice would you have for uh, passionate husbands? Don't that, do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, so, like, what would be, what well, would you, you need, you need you to, I them?
1: think for, that's a very good question, and I have had other Uh, Men asked me that before But it is to find Where is that comfort zone for her Mm -hmm. You know As far as the speed of your walk The distance of your walk Mm -hmm. And it's okay to ask To say You know Are you good We can go a little bit further I really think this is Over this hill You know Mm -hmm. But with Chad He'll be like When we first When I first started hunting He'd be like Just one more ridge You know Just one more ridge And five miles later Mm -hmm. I'm like What happened to that One more ridge You know um, (laughs) I'm. So it's just Just a a communication Mm -hmm. A line of open communication Is really good and if she's like, you know what, I'm getting really tired, then say, hey, let's just stop and take a break for a few minutes. Yeah, That's just to pace yourself. And it's just you have to remember that it's not your hunt. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you're doing it together. So if somebody's not having fun, then nobody's having fun. I remember yeah. teaching that, you know, to my boys when they were younger. If if not every, if everybody's not having fun, then we're not having fun, you mm-hmm. know. For to try to find a happy medium there, but really a line of communication, mm. um, and again trying to be prepared. If if it's going to be really cold temperatures, then you want to have dressing layers. Have enough to where she can put on more layers. She gets mm-hmm. warm. Then walking, she can take a layer, you know, down. So just trying to think ahead and plan because I feel like if you put some thought into it and set her up to succeed. Mm-hmm then you're going to be successful, and you're both successful. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the the way you hunt, you may have to adjust your thinking
0: mm-hmm. that
1: this is, I'm hunting, but I'm hunting with someone else now. Yeah. So um, you just have to kind of make that adjustment. And it's, it's not easy, always easy to do. Mm-hmm. You just have to completely change your whole mindset a little bit, you know.
0: That's good advice for any marriage, too. I yeah. mean, communi- if you're not communicating well, you're not going to not only not succeed in the field, but you're not going to succeed – in life. And so having that open ended stream of communication between the two of you is super important.
1: Cause when I first started hunting, I told Chad, like I'd ask, he would do something and I'd be like, but how did you know to do that
0: then? Mm -hmm. You know,
1: if we're turkey hunting and he knows which call to use or we're elk hunting and he went, you know, he's checking the wind and I'm like, okay, what are you, you know, and I see Mm -hmm. he's blowing something up and checking the wind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got that, but I'm kind of like, he assumed that he just forgot that he didn't tell me. Mm, and mm. I liked to know everything that's going on because it makes more sense to you yeah. as a new hunter. So that may be something too, you know, like you're talking about with your wife, just couples getting started in it is not to assume anything. You don't want to talk down or be little, mm-hmm. but at the same time say, now you may not know why I'm doing this. This is why we're going to do this, mm-hmm. you know, or this is why we're sitting up on this area, or this is why we're, we're looking in this direction. Because to somebody who's never done it before, they're just sitting out in the field and they're just looking. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are they? What are you looking at? You yeah. know, Chad taught me how you're you're watching for the clouds, you're watching for the thermals, you're watching the the leaves on the trees with the, with the wind because what it's doing right here may be doing something different over there. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes you know what well, I thought we had to be really really quiet. Well, when you're elk hunting, elk are extremely noisy. Yeah. Sometimes he'd go over and pick up a rock and start, and I'm thinking you just broke all the rules <laughs> you told me to be quiet. But it was it's just it was a learning mm-hmm. a learning experience for me. So I think like you said, the communication, but not to assume anything mm-hmm. to try to whatever you're thinking, say it out loud. Well, maybe not all of it, but <laughs> to try to just let her know why you're doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. because it makes more sense t- to her, you know, to be out there with you.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and another issue that kind of comes up is recoil and things of yes. that. Nature. So if you're hunting with a rifle or with a muzzle loader, uh, recoil can really be a factor. Uh, I know that that's been a factor Uh, with my wife in the past as well. And also guns not fitting correctly. Right, right. Um, And so what have have you done to make that more comfortable for yourself and also improve your marksmanship and things like that?
1: Well, the... Like you said, you do need to get a gun that is comfortable mm-hmm. for, for, for youth, for women, even even different men are built differently. So getting the gun that fits them properly. There's some guns that have the, the buttstock on the back that's adjustable, mm-hmm. a, a really good cheek piece. Now there's some that um, adjust on the guns so mm-hmm. you can adjust mm-hmm. them. But even if they don't come with an adjustable cheek piece on the firearm, there are cheek pieces that you can get. And it's almost like it's a Velcro-type thing or a yeah. snap thing that you put over it. You've seen those before. And it makes it it makes it makes more comfortable. There's nothing like holding a firearm that maybe a lady's already intimidated with mm-hmm. or maybe even fearful of or both, and then she's supposed to get comfortable, and she's not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So I like to show safety is always the number one deal for a lot of – to teach them a lot of safety reasons, all the different safety tips and whatever, you know, firearm that they're using – and then keep it completely clear and safe and just feel the trigger just pull it trigger you know dry fire it a few times Mm -hmm. and just get the feel of it so finding that gun and there's a lot of different weights so Mm. um chad was really good with um and a lot of women don't have that upper upper arm body strength so you're holding that gun up and you can't keep it steady Mm. to keep the crosshairs and everything from not getting canted. so having a really good rest whether if it's you know getting into a different position or uh, teaching the three three spot if you're sitting on the you know having three spots where everything's anchored down Mm -hmm. or maybe shooting off shooting sticks at a shooting bench with Mm -hmm. a with a rest completely so that way for the first time you shoot a few times that's really good because that's going to take out some of that recoil for her and Mm kind of builds that confidence yeah. with any hunter just even in children building that confidence is oh i can do this and it's not going to hurt me mm-hmm. it's you've got they've got to get past that point before they ever go any further so using some of those tips and techniques i think just makes her more comfortable mm-hmm. makes anyone more comfortable with the gun and shooting and then from there you can you try different things mm-hmm. you know but holding the gun you know itself the weight the the how it fits you all those type of things the kick um, and I think it's okay to say, you know, start with a lower caliber gun where it's not going to blow her back three feet, mm, mm-hmm. you know, and then explain to her, this is the lower caliber. This is not going to kick as much. Now, if we move into a bigger gun or if you're deer hunting or you go into a hunting much bigger game, mm-hmm. then the gun's going to be larger. It's going to give you more of a kick. So it's, it's basically just being very honest and explaining mm-hmm. it, you know, but there's so many of those things that will take that recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of states where you can hunt with a suppressor. Mm-hmm that takes a lot of the recoil. So just finding out what is legal in the area that you're hunting or you're shooting in, and then trying to use all of that to the advantage to make that less kick for.
0: Yeah, and you, you talk about using all those tools to your advantage. And uh, you had mentioned when we showed up here that you had used the 40 cal on a hunt last year and uh, were able to take down an animal and it was comfortable and uh, i believe you're the first woman to use it on a hunt right
1: right right yeah earlier this year in january we were blessed to go to texas and i was the first lady to use the paramount pro Mm. the 40 and um it it was phenomenal it it didn't you know i I did i wasn't fearful of it i was ready it was it shot i mean one shot and it hammered Mm that, that white tail down, it was probably the biggest white tail I've ever taken in my mm-hmm. life was in Texas. I was, I was just ecstatic with it, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a phenomenal gun and it just, the kick down and the knockdown power that it has with such less recoil on it, mm-hmm. um, was just phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And, the, and they have the, the muzzle brake, they have the adjustable, you know, the new HTR has the adjustable right. cheek piece for right. extra comfort that way. And, um, I believe that the 40 cal is even a little bit lighter weight bullet, so it's less recoil it too. It is less
1: recoil, correct. And
0: yeah, so there's just a lot of options out there to make it more comfortable. Um, and I think another aspect of it too is in a lot of areas, you know, there's a lot of um, just really difficult grinding hunting that, that can be done. And so what are what are hunts that you have done that you really enjoyed that are um, that would be a good starter hunt? Like what kind of hunting, you know, like turkey hunting comes to mind where it's something that you're able to get your feet wet in?
1: Right, right. You can you can start the turkey hunting because it's a. You can go out for in the morning for a few hours that early morning, mm-hmm. or you can do the the later in the evening, or you can go the evening and re, you know roost the bird, mm-hmm. get them crossing or whatever. So it's a little bit shorter amount of time. Sometimes a, a lot of ladies have their schedule is very busy. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to take the time that you need into a lot of these hunts. So um, it may be you know turkey hunting season. It may be um, getting a shotgun that is comfortable or fits them. Mm-hmm. Um I personally I love bear hunting. Yeah. Some and some ladies are early risers. They really love getting up early. Others mm-hmm. are night owls. Sometimes we don't have a choice, do we ladies? <laughs> and we do both. But um the spring bear hunting or even fall bear hunting, I love bear hunting. Mm-hmm. And I love doing it with a muzzle loader. Um you can kind of get some other things done earlier in the day and it's a late afternoon way up into the evening. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I have a friend of mine that has younger children. So they, you know, they're out of school, but they have family that's done with work so they can take care of babysitting or watching their children and they can go out in the afternoon, the evenings. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of see what your schedule, your scheduling is allowing and your time and try to pick a hunt that would fit best to get kind of get started with, with something like that.
0: Absolutely. And with that, I mean, if, if someone is kind of on the edge, they're listening to this, they want to start hunting and they they're just unsure you know they don't know where to begin because they're especially muzzle loading it can be daunting trying to get into all of that right right. what advice would you have for a a woman out there that wants to start hunting but just doesn't really know where to start
1: well i think it's very important to find a mentor Mm. whether it be their their spouse or a parent or or a friend or someone else it's just like anything else you're doing it but you're 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 not knowledgeable on it or it's the Mm -hmm. first time you've ever done it um then i'm you know if i'm if i want to learn something about something else that's another field, I'm not going to go to somebody who doesn't do it at all. I'm going to go to somebody who is an expertise or has done it and is successful in that area. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very important is to find a good mentor. Um, Just be open and say, I want to learn. I'm not knowledgeable on this and just be open to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, There's the CVA has the muzzle loading. One Oh one used to be in like a DVD form. Now it's almost, it's all online so they can go online and see it all just being educated a lot about the gun, how it works how to take care of it, how to load it, to clean Mm -hmm. it, you know, all those different things. Um, I think that's a thought process that a lot of women, under they like to understand it all. They like Mm -hmm. to be educated Mm -hmm. and knowledgeable on it. So there's a lot of things you can do before you even head out to the woods or on a hunt that's actually going to prepare yourself for a better hunt. Mm -hmm. So that would be a good way to get started with a muzzleloader is just to educate it and get very familiar with it.
0: Absolutely. And all of these things, we're talking about them and what is, you know, it's all hunting is a lot about the experience. It's mm-hmm. about the getting out there, the hunt, you know. So what has been one of your most exciting hunts that you've been on? Like what's one story that you'd really you really look back on and say, "Man, that was that was an enjoyable hunt."
1: Oh, I have so many of them. <laughs> I would say like whatever my next hunt is, but whatever my um probably my elk hunt in Montana mm-hmm. because it's a special draw. I that was about 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Chad had been putting in for almost 36 years for this tag and had never received it. Mm -hmm. And once I became a Montana resident, I started putting in and I got it about 20, 21 years after Mm -hmm. applying. But, um, I was able to experience it all together. You know, Walker was there filming, Wyatt was there glass and we all worked, they all helped me and we just, the teamwork that we had on Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And we worked really hard on just spotting it and finding it and then getting it down, um, it was it was just phenomenal, and them all being there to help me pack it all out and do it together—that was wonderful. Having them there to pack it all out, yeah. <laughs> But it it was just—I don't know—they just seemed like they were like cheering me on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like that. Only one got it, and I got it, and so we all worked together on it. Yeah. But um, that was a very special—you know—it's a very special hunt. I think it was just getting to do it together as a family. That mm. was really exciting, and there's a lot of great. Hunting that you can do in your own state, but there's a lot of hunting that you can do even outside in other countries mm-hmm. and other type of species too
0: absolutely. I know recently you shot a a very big red stag and yes and so that's that's always exciting when you have the opportunity to go out and do things like that so what has it been like hunting as a mother with your kids what is that how is that factored in uh what does that look like in your in your family
1: well with uh, Both of our boys just hunted when they were very young. Um, Chad actually, unfortunately, he had an accident on a hunt on an an out of state, and the boys were I were somewhere else, Mm -hmm. and he had broke his he broke his leg Mm -hmm. and had to have a surgery and right after that we were flying to Texas and it was going to be the boys were hunting deer Mm -hmm. and Chad couldn't get out of the of the vehicle he he was on crutches full leg cast so mom kicked in and it was you know I hated that he was hurt but I kind of liked having that time with my boys where he just kind of had to stay back a little bit and then we went and picked him up and carried him around to sit down and plop down you know with his cast on but those are those were fun hunts and getting there's so many memories that you can make Mm -hmm. and it's a teaching time and it's a learning time and it's just I wouldn't trade any of that with the joy I had there's so you know you think oh that's a first that's a first but there's so many firsts that you can have Mm -hmm. and so many different types of things in the hunting industry Um, A lot of times you're out of cell phone coverage, Mm, mm -hmm. and I don't mind that a bit when I, when mom can just have a little bit of time with her boys and I'm not competing with everybody and everything else. That doesn't happen quite often, you know, even now when they're 19 and 20, it doesn't bother me at all being just out in the woods and in God's beautiful creation and just having that time together. So it's, it's been, it's been a wonderful ride and I'm excited for the years that I have to continue doing it. But such memories that I wouldn't trade any of it for getting to do that with with my children in the outdoors.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think that's really special and um, spending time with your your sons. And I I was homeschooled, and so I got to spend a lot of time with my mom, my dad. And I think that's something that's really important is spending as much time as possible with your kids and right. and finding what they like to do and showing them what you do and how they can be a part of it and. Uh, it's, it's just cool to see how your guys' show shoot straight TV is very family oriented, you know, from the time that your kids were very little all the way to now they're adults and, and doing stuff for the show. And it's really cool to see how a family, how family oriented hunting is and how it should be and how it can be. Um, and so what has it been like to have an insider look, you know, you've had behind the scenes of all what goes on with hunting shows and things. What's it been like to be a, a woman in that industry, which statistically is, is mostly male
1: right that's very true it is mostly male but um and many times we go into hunting camp and i may be the only female there in hunting camp Mm -hmm. you know because it's it it is it's it is more of a of a male sport and it has been for quite some time i think things are changing and growing Mm -hmm. which is great to see the family kind of getting to do it all Um, it can be very intimidating, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you, you know, and you can put the pressure on yourself, like, I don't want to mess up, or I don't want to embarrass my boys or my husband, you know, Mm -hmm. it's you. And a lot of times, they're not putting that pressure on me, but I do it not to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So you do have a little bit of the pressure, but it's, it can be kind of be energy good, because it's a, okay, I got to step it up, you know, I got to make sure (laughs) so it it can be a good thing. But it, it is a little bit of an adjustment. But Um, For the most part, you know, the hunting industry, it's um, everybody's just it's like a family. There's Mm -hmm. nothing like going into hunting camp and you're you see old friends that maybe you only see once a year or maybe sometimes you meet new friends that you've never had before. And you can make a a friend for a lifetime in these hunting camps, you know, and just having um, different sharing your story or different story. Um, It's great to be able to share your testimony. Our family can come in and they're seeing the whole aspect of a family, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, we were in a hunting camp not long ago and, and, the, and the man said, you know, I just, my my kids just don't seem like they enjoy it. But I realized then that maybe I don't make it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's like, I've learned that from watching you all. And so I thought, I don't know what we did or what we didn't do. Mm-hmm. But it, for, for whatever reason, he thought, I'm going to go home and try to change things up a little bit and maybe mm-hmm. maybe he pushed him too hard maybe it wasn't fun maybe he didn't educate you know I don't know what the what his case was but he's like I just need to go home and make it more enjoyable where we yeah. can have fun at it so mm-hmm. um that I'm really thankful that Chad is a dad and as a husband that he always tried to make it fun yeah you know there, there is a time when sometimes you know your your child's limits or or your spouse's limits and Mm -hmm. you know you got to push a little bit sometimes but but you know when to stop you know where your limits are yeah but to always make it fun so going into hunting camp sometimes where I'm the only lady it it can be but then again you know I get to go first in line to eat and they'll be like you go get a hot shower before it runs out so there are perks that you can you you can enjoy those too
0: yeah I think that's that's one key takeaway that I'm getting from this conversation is if you're If you are a husband and you really want to get your kids or your wife involved fun you know fun is the crucial aspect of the whole thing because it's so easy for us to get caught up in what's fun for us and i'm hunting and this is how i've always hunted how i was taught to hunt and if you don't want to do it then oh well you know right right and so i think it's important if you if that's actually what you want make it fun find out what they want find out what's fun for them and take them along and make it that way for them.
1: There were many times we'd be in a turkey blind, and you have to get up very early, Mm -hmm. get to the blind in the dark. There'd be many times Chad and I'd be sitting up, and we'd be watching, he'd be calling, and one of the boys or both of the boys would be laying down on the ground, and they'd be taking a nap. And Mm -hmm. you may sit there for a couple hours before you ever see or hear a turkey, or the daylight comes out. So i'm like why make them sit up and say look there's nothing to look you know so that was another thing where it may be that they lay down in the blind and then they get up when it's time to shoot Mm -hmm. or i remember many times we were sitting in stands whether it be bear hunting or deer hunting in a stand and those kids get hungry Mm -hmm. and they want snacks and one thing i've taught a lot of people is i take whatever the snack we're going to use you cannot open a bag of cheetos and be quiet yeah it just does not happen you know M um, M's granola. So I would pick snacks that they liked or some of their favorites, and I'd take them and I'd put them in like a Ziploc bag, mm-hmm. and and zip them up. So all you had to do is just open that Ziploc, and then they could get them out. Yeah. So they weren't, you know, that's another thing was setting them up to succeed, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with women in the outdoors they're, they're going to want this i mean men take chocolate in the blind i mean <laughs> it's a no-brainer you know yeah. but they you know you're saying sit there and be quiet but they're hungry they're not you know they're miserable so that's those are other things you know have some snacks have some you know different things you can be quiet but still enjoy some chocolate you know yeah, so yeah. those like you said having fun mm-hmm. if, if you're not having fun they're they're it's not going to be fun for them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's the way we have done it from the very beginning. And it it's working. It's, it's just always seems to work. And we do that with new hunters. We have new people that, that come in and hunt with us. And yes, they need to know about the firearm. And yes, mm-hmm. they need to know everything else. But at the same time, you can have fun and be successful. Yeah. You got to have balance.
0: Yeah. So. That's a crucial piece of the teaching aspect, too. Mm-hmm. Of if you're... There's a seriousness to the safety of what yes, you're doing, exactly. but there's also, you're having a good time, you know, that it doesn't have to be a, you know, just cracking down all this, you know, you're have, there to have fun, right? you're there to enjoy and share something that you're passionate about with people that you care about.
1: Exactly. That's what it all comes down to.
0: Yeah. And one question I have too is, uh, from the opposite perspective, let's say that there's a, a woman who doesn't have any desire to hunt, but wants to support her husband or her sons in what they want to do what and they what they love do. to do in hunting. What would be some great ways that they could support their, you know, husband or sons in that?
1: Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is a woman that wants to support her family, and but not hunt, is to not, when they say, I'll be home at six o'clock, honey, mm-hmm. a lot of times, most of the time, they really have that. You know, set in mind, they're determined, that's what their goal is. But at 5.55 or 5.45, Mm -hmm. a big deer steps out, they're not going to look at their watch and say, oh, I got to be home by six, so I probably shouldn't shoot this big buck of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen, you know. So I tell ladies, you know what, support them. So if they say they're going to be home, you know, and, you know, there's safety and everything. We mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, letting somebody know when you're at, using a Garmin or, you know, mm-hmm. have a GPS on or something like that. There's the safety aspect. But a lot of times, you and I both know when you're hunting, yeah. male or female, <laughs> children or adults, it just, you just don't always fall into that time frame mm-hmm. that you think. Things get, you know caught up you get caught up in the moment you get the deer down you're not gonna you know you want to take care of the meat have it Mm -hmm. processed get the important pictures you know and then you get it back to the deer and so i'll tell ladies you know when they show up at the doorstep and they're an hour two hours maybe even later than that i mean Mm -hmm. elk hunting it can be many hours later And so it's important to try to have that communication where, okay, if you don't hear from me by this and, you know, so there's not a worry Mm. aspect Mm -hmm. that's always helped to not, you know, have her worrying because she's already in her mind, got the worst case scenario when it could be, you're just enjoying the trophy that you just got. Yeah. So Mm. having a communication of that. And then also there's nothing like it when the husband gets home, opens the door and he's so excited to tell his wife about everything. And she is just going at it and eating him for dinner because of how late he is. Mm, And mm. the dinner's now burnt. The dinner's not ready. So I tell ladies, if you want to support your husband, just go ahead and plan a meal that can stay warm for many Mm -hmm. hours later you know, put it in a crock pot or when your husband gets home, be so excited that he got what he got or he's the story that he has to tell and say, you know what, I thought you might be late. So why don't you just take me out to dinner and you can finish telling me all about it Mm -hmm. and you got a night out for dinner. So it's a win-win Yeah, and you're setting yourself up because that generally the whole hunting thing is the time and the schedule. That's Mm -hmm. what I hear the most from ladies. Well, they they said they'd be back and they're not. Mm -hmm. It's they get worried and then they get mad because... That the plans had yeah. to change, you had to alter. So, um, being able to be flexible with that and an understanding of really what's happening, and just know don't plan on the meatloaf burning, just don't cook it and have him take you out to dinner or, yeah. or, or order out or something like that. That's just a better, you know, he wants to come home and share the exciting story with her. You know, yeah. he wants to tell her, he wants to show her the pictures. So, being able to keep that and share it together and enjoy it, that is a very good. That's just an easy way to support them
0: 100%. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, you know, I really appreciate you joining us today. Um, I think that's about all the time that we have. Okay. And so I hope that you guys are able to take some stuff away from this, that uh, you're able to make things fun. If you take one thing away, make it fun for yourself and for your family and uh, support each other, love each other. And uh, appreciate you being on with us, Marsha. Thank you. And as you all mother. have. <laughs> it's It's our pleasure. And uh, you have a great day. Shoot straight, shoot off, and have a blessed week, everybody.